Hello, and welcome to Toffee Blue View, your source for all things Everton. I'm Jerry, there's Edward. Yeah, and life's not great. Did you uh, make it to the Burnley match on Sunday? Yeah, not great. Yeah, so as, so as frustrated as I was screaming at my television, um, Edward had it worse. Yeah. 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 All right. So let's let's go ahead dive into this good and bad and the ugly for the Burnley match. Uh, let's start. You know what? Let's start with the big challenge. Let's start with the good. You go first. All right. I, I actually saw some good. You know. Um. And, and here's what it is. The first twenty minutes. First twenty minutes. We uh. Yeah. We, we looked. We looked stronger than they did. We were attacking. We looked lively. And uh, we looked the stronger team. We we looked. Like an attacking team. It was great. We started 4-4-2. Uh, we started with two strikers. And funny, funny enough, my, two of my strong points, also two of my good, are, are strikers. I thought DCL played well. And I thought Nias looked really lively. Made himself open many times. And actually had some, shot, had some chances. Mainly with his head. Um, yeah. Uh, and my other good, my last good, before this, you know... Gets to you. Diabolical. Yeah. Uh, Vlasic, when we had the ball, Vlasic looked strong. Okay? He looked strong on the ball. He uh, he was active. He had good vision. Um, yeah, he looked like he wanted to be there. It was nice. Uh, but yeah, that's where the good ends for me. What about you? Um... We did put up a bit of effort, and like you say, first 20 minutes, we did well. We did well, but then we were playing natural positions. or Not natural, but we were actually playing in a good formation, which worked for what Coleman needed. And then it just reverted back to the same old crap. And, yeah, like you say, DCL, Niasi both played absolutely brilliantly. Well, not brilliantly, but they were the best performers, I think, on the day. Vlasic looked live again. But that's about it. Alright. Actually, no, I, I'll get off Williams back for this game. I thought he actually did okay. I thought he did okay. It was one of his best games, I think. There were a couple moments where Williams got me frustrated. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. One of them was a really bad back pass to Pickford that just gave them an easy corner. And I was just like... Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, but there was a, there was a different moment. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, so let's go. let's go bad. Not ugly, but bad. What do you got? Everything. Everything was just terrible that game. Like the thing, the thing I have in my vlog, um, which will be out later. We just kept going back to the same old. Like all the wingers, the wingers were good. Vlasic Sigurdsson, if they stayed in those positions, for the whole. Game, as in, like, stayed and not having to cut inside, we would have won that. Guarantee you, we would have won that. Because what they were doing when they were wide, putting the crosses in, people were getting onto the headers, and we were expanding out the defence of Burnley, which is what we needed to do for the entire game. But of course, 
tactics, whatever it was, Sigurdsson flattered, kept cutting inside, and it was narrow again, playing narrow, straight into Burnley's hands, and then the fullbacks are exposed, get hit on counters, and then we're nearly conceding. So it's the same old, like nothing's nothing's changed. I thought I thought we could have an easy win because of the formation that we played, but no, just same old tactics, and it's not working. Uh, so you, for you, that would be the the fact that it's it's stagnant. You know, we're revert we're reverting back to to type. Um, I I would say, and I and I've got something like that in my ugly, but for the bad, I am gonna say Sigurdsson's two misses. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's Thor. He should be making these. All right? I'm sorry. I put him up on, like, a bit of a pedestal. And when he's got a shot in front of goal, when there's not many people around him, I feel like he should bury it. And when he doesn't bury it, I'm opening up my brain and just having to massage it and say, please, why is this happening? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Um... Because he's quality. He is quality. And, and he had, again, just like everybody else, he looked strong the first 20 minutes. You know? Um, and then for bad, I, I'm starting to see some some negative play, as in, like, not his best performances out of Schneiderlin. Which, I mean, he's a he's a great player. I, I think he, like a lot of other players right now, are just not in his best form. I, and I don't know... If it's just the fact that his brain switched off because there's some bad juju in the air because there's a lot of negativity, but he didn't play all that great yesterday. No, and he was probably one of the main people that made us concede. And that's getting into my ugly. <laughs> because my first ugly is our defending on the first goal. All right? I saw a lot of people... The only goal. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, it is the only goal. But it felt like there were more. <laughs> uh, a lot of people were slating Vlasic because he didn't track back. He didn't. That, that man... He did switch off. You know, he did. Uh, guy caught him sleeping, and... I mean, uh, who was it, Brady that did that? Brady I mean, did that incredible 67-yard pass or something like that. Yeah, Brady, Brady had a good game against us, but... But so, Vlasic switched off for that, but it wasn't just Vlasic. Dur- during that play, Williams was way far back on the line. Like, he was back very far. He just kind of was in no man's land. It's almost like, what are you doing? All right? Not hugely at fault, but who is he helping there? All right? Also, <laughs> when Hendrick got the ball and Schneiderlin just gave this kind of half hour slide in and Hendricks or Hendricks just dinked it to the right and just played it into the net. It was another bad play by Schneiderlin. All right. Uh, uh, and, and Martino was not pressuring the cross. Okay. There were several moments. I went back and watched that goal several times, more than several, six, seven times. There were several opportunities where Martino could have been pressuring the people more on the outside and he just kind of stayed put like he was worried about overcommitting and that is symptomatic of our squad right now all right it's very there's a lot of fear all right and that goes into my second ugly our collapse when they scored our mentality is cr- is crap right now 
it is a bad negative mentality. Because when I when I look at this game, if this game happened at the beginning of the season, all right, we would have looked at it and said, yes, we don't like losing to Burnley. That's unfortunate. Despite the fact that Burnley has won some away games, they've played good opposition, and they're in good form right now. All right? We still, because, because Burnley tends to be, you know, lower half of the table often, we'd say we still should have won. But we would say, look at the stats. We outshot them by almost, you know, we had like 24 shots. They had like, what, seven? And we, yeah. out, we outpossessed them. Granted, stats mean nothing when it comes, you know, compared to results. That's true. However, we would look at this and we would take some positives from it and we would say, you know what, we looked good the first 20 minutes. We were okay. But when they scored, it was a total shutdown. It was a total shutdown. And that's a mentality thing and it has nothing to do with personnel. No. So, anyway, I'm off my rant. What's your ugly? It's pretty much just echoing the same thing. The mentality, as soon as that goal went in, was just... No, it's not going to happen. And you could see straight away, as soon as, as soon as we conceded, everyone, like, the ground, the whole ground, just, the atmosphere just felt acidic. Just didn't feel joyful. It didn't feel like we could do something. None of the players just could get it going. The manager, that's the other one. Coleman just... He doesn't look interested. He really just doesn't. Like you could see, Dyke. Whenever we were, whenever in the lead up to the goal, Dyke was with his hands in the air, like, "Come on, come on, be strong, make drop off or something like that." And we were doing. Uh, Coleman just doesn't look motivated at the minute. He really doesn't. Hands in his pockets all the time, and he's just. Like, the players are looking at each other and not looking at him. They should be looking at him for the answers, but he can't provide any. They're having to look at each other for motivation. No one can do it because everyone's upset with the fact that we just conceded this crappy goal. Fans again on the backs. And just reverting back to the same old. Alright. Is there any kind of positive we can end on for this segment? Anything, any kind of positive we can take from yesterday. Yeah, we don't have to put up with it for another two weeks. <laughs> that is one of the more cynical, yet very Evertonian answers. Because <laughs> it's true. It's very true. All right, so uh, anyway, that's our match reactions. The good and the bad and the ugly from Everton's loss to Burnley at Goodison. Uh, so, even on a day like today, we still have to do the news. Da, 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 da. It's all going to come from the same place. You're going to notice some trends here, people. Okay? It's all going to be similar in its topic, in its, in its tone. All right? So, let's go ahead and dive into it. Uh, first of all, Kuman's post-match comments. Let's just dive right in here. He sounded like Martinez. I think everybody will agree with that. What did he exactly um, say? Uh, he basically, after a game like the Burnley game, 
he was talking about how many positives he took from that. Mm. All right? Uh, he basically was... He, was, he wasn't that typical Kuman thing where he just kind of calls people out. It was just like Martinez did after a loss but in, a, in a game that we probably should have at least drawn. All right? Uh, he was more upbeat than anything. All right? Th- that's exactly what Martinez did. All right? It was very blinders on not actually addressing <clears throat> the, the, the situation as the supporters see it. All right? So... What's your comment on that? I'm surprised he didn't use the word phenomenal. Um, yeah. I think... I don't know. Um, maybe he's trying a different approach now. Where he was before was sort of like silencing a lot of players, sort of like pushing them out of the squad, so maybe he's trying a different approach now. Maybe he's realised it makes him look too much of a prick. So he's trying to be a bit nicer. Possibly. Which worked for some players. So, we'll see. Yeah. But that's all I got on that, really. It's just too Martinez-esque, in my opinion. Um, Is there a chance... Now, I'm trying to see this from other angles other than the one that I feel, okay? But is there a chance that he's being serious that that result, that 1-0 result, he actually doesn't feel that the play dictated that, that result and he actually sees progress? Is there a chance or is he just blowing smoke up our arse? In all fairness, I think it was much improved on other displays because at least we tried it looks like we tried so there is progression but maybe he's just trying to sugarcoat it we don't know we don't know I will say I will say I wasn't as angry against Burnley as I was against Apollon no no well I was angrier for that one yeah I suppose so but I mean I was still pretty mad, but at the same time, it was Burnley. Mm. And Burnley are a difficult side once you go 1-0 down to them. Like, they will literally just drop off and just go... Mm -hmm. Second half, it was really tough for us to put anything on goal. Mm. Uh, They, through the middle, they were just so compact. But we shouldn't have been going through the middle, we should have been going out wide. Well, that's the thing. Baines would go left, or Martino would go right, and they would cross stuff in, but they could not find anyone. You know, that's like... Baines, Baines would get the ball, and, would, and he would go down the flank, and he would look up and see no opening. And he would literally turn around and kind of go like this. Because <laughs> there was no one. Nowhere for... Now... In, to to agree with your point, if he had someone on the left flank, maybe checking to him, maybe allowing Baines to overlap, you know, something, maybe it would have done something to kind of get Baines closer to the to the touchline, or, or to the inline. I, I don't know. All right, but yeah, that was the 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 plays that really players' reactions that I saw that really were indicative of attitude were. 
Baines making those runs and coming up and shrugging his shoulders. And there was one play that Williams killed me. He got the ball, middle of the field, everyone in front of him, and he actually slows down. And we're down 1-0. He yeah. slows down to a walk and stops. Okay? Where's the tempo? Yeah. Where's the urgency? I, I realize you want to be patient, but you, you have to force play on them sometimes. You're down 1-0 to a team that defends well. All right? You have to play quickly. You have to, if you didn't already have a fast tempo, it's got to be faster now. You know? I, I just, I did not understand that. Anyway. Uh, so that, ro- that rolls into the next question. Kuman says his players are still behind him. They still support him. You are at Goodison, week in, week out. You see, you, you go the game. You are there. You witness it. You're so close to the players. What do you see? Do you see that that's true? Some of them, yes. Some of them have given up with him, by the looks of it. Well, no, I lie. Uh, 20 minutes, they look determined. They look determined. But then as soon as that goal went in, heads dropped. Pickford actually looked up for it. He did. He, he looked like he was trying to get people on, you know, let's go. Come on, we can do this. Come on, it's only Burnley. We can do this. And then just others were just a bit like, eh, we can't do anything now. Yeah, I, I actually, last night as I was going to sleep, I I was, because my brain, I have the obsessive brain, and I can't stop thinking about certain things. I actually thought, I was like, if I feel that a team of Everton players, of players that seem like they want to be there, would that team actually work out? Would it actually be a squad that could win games? So I thought about it. And I was like, you know what, okay. Pickford, Kenny, Keane, Jags. Baines. Okay. Baines, uh, Davies, uh, Sigurdsson, Vlasage, Nias, DCL, and I'm missing one more. Uh, oh, Lookman. Throw Lookman in there. Okay? Mm. That's, I think that team could still win. Those are players that care. And you've got a bench of like Holgate and Clausen and Sandro, who, let's be honest, Clausen and Sandro, maybe not quite ready for prime time, but they want to be there. Okay? They're play- yeah. Those are players, they do play guts out when Rooney. they're out there. Rooney as well. Rooney, Rooney should be in there, definitely. He cares. Now, it's, I think he's going to have to continue adapting his game because he doesn't have the pace he used to. But he's a smarter player now than he was when he was younger. So these are. This is a squad that could win. Possibly. So that yeah, yeah. That's what tells me it's possibly a mentality thing. I think it may be all mentality. You know. And that's why. That's why this question about the players supporting him is super valid. Because you remember Martinez's, of course you do, Martinez's last few games. You remember that? Yep. We had kept him hanging on. We had kept him going when we should have should have maybe brought let Unsworth take over before the cup. The cup was a cup final against Man U. Mm. Okay. All right. And that game against Sunderland, where the players just completely. <laughs> 
All right, that was awful. That was maybe the worst Everton game I've seen. It was just sad. All right? That's what it looks like. And it gradually gets to that point. It's not to that point yet, but it gets there when it's totally, you know, when you're hitting the bottom of the barrel. Is it going to take that? Will it get, get there? It. Will it get there? Should we let it get there? You know what I mean? Mm. We're going to we're going to get more into this later, but I mean, ah. That's what it looks like when players completely stop supporting, when they don't get your back anymore, when they don't want to be there. Right, so it's it's sad really that that's what it has to come down to as well. When the players don't play for the boss anymore. It's sad. It is sad, but that's the way it works now, isn't it? But, but that's the question. Do we feel like that's actually what's happening? And you're saying you feel like it's kind of a mixed bag. There are some who are, who are out there. They believe in the mission. They believe in, in Kuman, and they're going. And then there's others where they're just like, I don't know about this. Because they've probably been frozen out or treated badly by him. That's a but thing. He doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't seem to treat his, signing, his own signings as badly as others. No, he doesn't. If you've noticed at all. I know. I agree. Like Yassi. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so let's... Last last bit of the news, all right? Moshiri. Our, our, our wonderful, wonderful Moshiri. Who, money bags. Who has all the money. Uh, he came out and... and uh, I guess he, he grabbed the ear of his buddy Jim White... And, and said uh, that he supported Kuman. Kuman's got his full support. All right? Now, Mashiri usually reaches out to Jim White when, when he feels like Evertonians need to hear something, when he, needs, when he wants a message to be sent, mainly to Evertonian fans, to Everton supporters. All right? Mm. So is this, is this a good move? By Mashiri to come out there and... and uh... I have respect for him. I have respect for him. He cares about the fans. He cares about the club. And the fact that this whole thing with sacking the manager uh, for basically all clubs, if it doesn't go your way, you're sacking them. To, to come out and actually say, we're going through a bad time, but we care about you all because you lot are brilliant for the club. We are sticking by Coman. 100% behind him for now. I think. Fair enough. He's come out and said something. He said what he thinks. May not be what everyone wants to hear. But in this day and age, that's that's earned my respect for him. I think he's a great guy. Don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's one of the big problems that a lot of Everton supporters have with Everton the way it's run. Is they wish they knew more. Okay, mm. I hear that a lot, and you see on on Twitter people always tweeting about how one of the main places that they, that they see that Everton needs needs work as far as their their uh, administrative and front office is concerned is their communications. They have to somehow figure out a way to 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 make sure the supporters have a clue about what's going on. All right, and Mashiri seems like he's just sort of taking that upon himself because there's not really a system in place to do that kind of stuff. All right. Mm. So there are times where I, I don't 
agreed with what he does that time when he came out and he said McCarthy's part of the family. And, you know, that that was, gosh, that was, a, I think it was last season. And, and that was a moment where I'm like, yeah, we needed to hear something, but we didn't really need to hear that. You know, <clears throat> that was something people were like, okay, yeah, right. So we, we decided not to buy someone because we remembered McCarthy's part of our family. Come on. You know, McCarthy's a good player. I like him as a player, but he's, you know, he, it was clear he wanted to leave at the time. All right. So, 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 but this time, this is a moment where I agree. Edward, I totally agree with you. I think we need to hear something. Whatever, whatever the opinion is, we need to hear from somebody at the club that gives us a clue. Okay, this is where we're going. So right now, we know the front office is going to back Kuman. So we as supporters, a lot of us are grumbling. I'm actually, I actually still stand by the fact that I don't think we should let him go yet. Um, I think we we continue to give him a little bit of time because it's a common thing in football nowadays. In modern football, when things are not going your way, sack immediately. And usually when that happens, a lot of times it is with these clubs that that really are not very stable. You know? And also, Kuman had, like I said, many of those so many times. Kuman has a possibility. He has a trend of of turning things around. You know, he's well, done. See, it, he's done it in the see past. That, this is why I'm deciding to give him until end of November. If he does not do something by the end of November, then he should go. Because in that time, most of the injured players that we've got, like Funes Mori, I think, don't hold me to it, but Funes Mori. Barkley, Coleman, Balassi should all be back in the squad. They That's should be awesome. finished. They're in. They should be recovered. Yeah. Apparently, right? Don't hold me to it, but that is when they should be back around that time. So, if it is to do with the personnel that we've currently got and the injuries, then fair play. I could forgive him for that, but he's still got to adapt. If they come back and we don't win any of these fixtures that we've got, we've got. Home against Watford, we got home against Arsenal, away to Brighton, and away to Leicester. If we do not get seven points out of those, so if we don't, if we don't win against Brighton, that's going to be a big thing because they're not missing, they've not got their main striker. Arsenal, I reckon we could probably overturn them if we turn up on the day. Leicester. Probably could be a hard one. I reckon we could probably get a draw in that one. And home at Watford, if we don't get a win in that, I'm sorry, but something has got to change. And if he's if he's not going to be changing his tactics or anything like that, then he will have to go. But I'm going to give him until the end of November. See what happens. And the, the, the crazy thing, Edward, is I feel like he's trying to change his tactics slowly. I think he's actually changing tactics. And that makes me worry... That it's not about tactics, seriously, and I don't, and I don't even, yeah, I don't even know what to do about that. Um, I mean, other than other than sack, uh, but I don't have a deadline. I mean, you got a very definitive deadline. I don't really have one yet. Um, I'm thinking I, I want to, if we can get a little bit more than 20 minutes of of good solid play. Then uh, yeah, I'll feel I'll feel uh, I'll feel a lot better. Um, but right now I'm I'm feeling like a lot of other blues. I'm I'm down. 
but I'm probably in the minority, and you are as well. Let's hold on to him for a little while. Let's see, let's see what he does. Let's see what the team does. Because that's what it's really all about. Let's see what the team does. Uh, that's it for the news. So uh, now we're going to answer and address some of your questions and comments and discussion topics. The man is back. The man with three first names, Douglas Elliot Matthew. He's back again. Welcome back, Douglas. Douglas rings us in with a nice, nice big positive. Knuckle pounder. It's not, not really positive. Is our season already over? All right? And to be fair to Douglas in this question, he's not really saying it's over. He's talking about what other people are saying. Uh, he's, he's hearing people say that with Chelsea, uh, the fact that we've got Chelsea away in the cup and uh, with our current form, it's not looking good. All right? Mm. Um, and if we don't get a result against Lyon, uh, we'd already be out of two cup Leon. competitions. Lyon. Against, against Lyon. A result against Lyon. <laughs> Uh, so, basically, uh, yeah. So, is our season already over? Based on all that stuff, Edward, go on that. No. Because we've still got the FA Cup. After that, then it is. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, I don't know. If we, if we continue like this, obviously, yes. But, you never know. We could turn over Chelsea. It could be possible. Yeah. We could turn all this around, give it maybe end of November. Something could have happened. We could have done something. If not, get rid of Coleman, then the season's not over. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on. From Ben Cosgrove. Ben Cosgrove asks, should Martina be starting? In my opinion, he's not good enough, and we, sh and sh and we should definitely be seeing Holgate in starting 11. I know your answer on this, Edward, but... Go ahead and say it anyway. <laughs> no, Kenny should be starting over him. Even Holgate should be starting over him. I reckon if Holgate was starting in that game, we would have probably... Possibly not have conceded the first goal... Well, the only goal of the game. Because um, he's more defensive-minded. Because Martina is natu looks naturally more either a right wing-back or a right mid. Yeah. I'm actually thinking about it. If he's a right mid, why isn't he starting in right mid and then someone dropping... Drops behind him, so Kenny like goes right back and he goes right mid. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard some people proposing that the idea of Martina as a right mid, as a winger, just to see what would happen. It would give a little pace. It would give somebody who can give some service, but also you'd put somebody back there who can maybe defend a little better. I think yeah. it, I don't think Kuman wants to do it, but what, I think at this point, why not? You know, yeah, I suppose. Um, uh, I'm. Not as negative on Martinez as a lot of people are. I think he uh, he's not as good of a defender as Holgate, and I actually do agree that I would prefer having Kenny start. Uh, having said that, though, I think there are some games where I think Martina could start and do a job. All right, I don't think we're deep enough at right back to completely shut him out of the squad. Mm. I just, we're just not at that point right now. But, yeah, right now with our run of form... And the fact that we're not doing great, why not give Kenny minutes, let him get some experience? Martinez a stopgap. That's why we signed him. Might as well. You know? So, all right. Uh, so, Everton FC St. Domingo's uh, asks, Everyone's saying that Kuman should be sacked soon. What do you think? Give him until November. Okay. 
That's what I think. Yeah. I, uh... I don't think he should be sacked soon. Despite the fact that everybody's calling for it. Despite the fact that a lot of publications saying it's going to happen. I give him... I give him some time the way Edward says. Edward, your November deadline may be, may be pretty appropriate based on our play. I'd say we base it on, 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 on our play. You know, let's see how we're going at that point. Losing games every once in a while. Uh, Fair enough. We shouldn't, does it. We, we shouldn't accept it because we should be, you know, Neil Satis Nisi Optimum, right? But at the same time, we do look at it and say, you know something... Teams lose games every once in a while. Premier League season is a long season, you know. So, um, you know, so we don't accept it, but we also say, you know what? All right, move on. But I think the way you lose is more important. All right, losing the game against Burnley, I I still don't think a loss like that was as bad as our as our game last season when we lost to Chelsea at away. Mm. Okay, we start playing like like that Chelsea away, which gives me nightmares. Then we we seriously have to sack. But yesterday's game at least showed some flickers. Mm. Flickers. It's not. I mean, we, we we lost and we probably should have lost, but still, flickers. Flickers are you know a little hope at least. God, I'm really struggling to grab some positive stuff here. <laughs> anyway, go on, Jerry. Right. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. The straws. Uh, uh, so, all right, and and honestly, that's that's actually that's actually uh, that's it for your shot. You take the shot. That's it uh, for the uh, fan questions, followers questions, and whatnot. Not uh, many. I want to say thank like you. Burnley. Yeah, because it, people are annoyed. You know, people are annoyed. They really want to just. They want to, They want Everton to, to turn it around. They want to figure it out. I think they're sick of having the same conversations. If I'm mm-hmm. honest. Um, anyway, I want to say thanks to Everton FC, Saint Domingos, Ben Crossgrove, and Ben Cosgrove, and Douglas Elliott Matthew. So we have a new segment today. All right, uh, because we're not doing a, a match preview, we got a new segment, and it seems like it's about time. Uh, we're going to talk about individual players. Uh, and we call it We Need to Talk About, all right? Because we do. We need to talk about these players. The player that was suggested to us to do this, to do today, uh, with the recent news arriving that Spurs are supposedly interested in Lookman, um, and with the fan demand for Lookman to get some time, we decided it's time to talk about Lookman. We need to talk about Lookman, all right? So, so let's start. Edward, would Everton sell Lookman if the price is right? No. Don't get rid of him. I think he's quality. He needs to be playing. Him and Calvert-Lewin during, Eng- during the England duties, they look good together. So they need to stay together. So he needs to play more often than not. Okay. Uh, what if he wants to leave? Then fair play to him. If he wants to leave, then... He can leave, but I think he'll be making a big mistake because he's he's a bright, bright guy and he's got a future. I think, in my opinion, anyway. I think the fans will like him a lot more. I mean, I agree. I don't want to sell him under any circumstances, 
Um, if he's really genuinely unhappy, you know, there were rumors when he first got to Everton that he was homesick for London or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if that was true, but it could have been rumors. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, if he does want to leave and he's really, really, really unhappy, that's one thing. That's different. If he's not asking to leave, no. It's not even a conversation. Mm. You know, and the funny thing is, this could just be all media silliness and Spurs don't even, you know what I mean? And so it could be just trying to, you know, because Everton are not playing the way they they should, they're just trying to stir the pot. So whatever. Right now, whatever. Um, So, uh, everyone's saying that Lookman should be playing. Um, Who should he be starting over? Sandro. If you if you went to the current lineup, um, or actually if you went to the current lineup that was in at the weekend, he should be starting over one of the centimids. Okay. Maybe. Well, mm, yeah, one of the centimids or Sigurdsson. Because we need that attack. We need that good wing play that he can do. So mm-hmm. I think that would probably be best for him in that kind of position. Alright, so uh, I would kind of go a slightly different way. I would not be rolling with these two defensive mids anymore. Yes. Alright? And only roll with that when we feel like we really need it. Let's sub one of those two out, or or both, and play Davies instead of them. Yeah, I went high-pitched there. That was... I don't know why. It was a very momentary helium leak. Uh, So... Honestly, I would sub him, <coughs> him in from. I would sub him in for Schneiderlin or Gay, and uh, let's play more offensive. All right, let's be more positive. All right. Um, so next, what does Lookman have to do to get a start, and why do you think uh, Kuman stopped playing him? He thinks he's got other people that are better than him. So that's all that is really. He's just got to show. He's just got to show he can do it. Which, in all fairness, Niasi has done. He did it for the under-23s. So if Luckman keeps going like that, he will get it. He will get his chance. But in all fairness to him, last season when he was playing, he wasn't doing as great as he could be. Like, he was very good, but he could do a lot better in some games. Yeah. He's young. and one of Yeah, the he's only about he 20. Yeah, so. I mean, he's, he's a young guy. You know, he's... Kuman always says he tries to protect his young players. If he feels like they need protection, he will withdraw them. Now, earlier in the season, he had some strong games. He really did. Um, but then I think I think there was one particular... I feel like it may, may have been one of the last times I saw him play where he wasn't completely as strong as he had been. And I, I feel like maybe Kuman said, you know what, I'm going to pull you out for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to get a chance soon because Kuhn, it's going to be out of desperation. Kuman's going to be like, you know what? We we have to try something new. And that's why Nias played. You know? Kuman didn't look at training and say, you know what? Nias is really turning it around for me. I think Kuman was like, I have, I am out of ideas. Mm. And I think that's when he did that. I think we both agree he will get a chance. Mm. Um, and uh, I, think we, I think we both agree it will probably, uh, it, it will probably take... I mean, heck, it could be next game. You know, it, it usually, once the team hits a, a little lull, then the coaches, the managers start dipping into their bench a little more. Um, all right. 
Last question, and I actually think it's a good question. Uh, first it was Kenny, then it was Nias, then it was Vlasic, now it's Lukman. We as supporters, we keep demanding that these players play, that they get a chance. We say, we're not playing well because these players aren't in. And we keep dipping deeper and saying, it's, 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 Kuma's not playing the right players. Are the players the problem? Seriously. Good question. Good question. You, you know, because i got to be honest with you, uh, you know, last game, I think when he brought in, it was it yeah. Davies came in, and uh, who's the other one? Sandro came in, and uh, who else came in? Rooney. Anyway, the su- Rooney, when those subs came in, all right, I actually saw more attacking intent. It was good. But it was also indicative of, of when subs come in, energy levels should be yep. should be brought up. You know? Um, additionally, Davies had come in and he's a more offensive minded player than Schneiderlin was mm. in that game. You know? So it, it makes sense. But I'm not convinced it's personnel, and I'm not even convinced that it's formation at this point. I'm I think there are things Kuman can do to tweak and make and keep us more positive the way we were at the beginning of the game. But we us when we folded at their goal, I think I think there's a bigger problem. And I don't think it's a one game turnaround, if I'm honest. Mm. I mean, what do you think? I'm just gonna say the same thing. I think it's the tactics. The team play the players that we brought in were great for the leagues. The players that we brought in have played in the Premier League. So, obviously, it must be something that's going wrong within the dressing room, or it's the tactics. That's my opinion, anyway. Okay, so, basically, I think uh, we're in agreement. Lookman will get some time soon. He should get some time soon. And it's going to be uh, something that's going to... I think it's going to be a positive step in, in, in a more attacking-minded Everton squad. I think it's going to yeah. have to be that way moving forward. So... I think Everton, Edward, Edward has agreed. It's so funny how I randomly replace your name with Everton. It's just funny. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, Edward, do you want to plug your channel? Check it out. FIFA 18 content, Everton match day vlogs, everything like that. Check it out. Leave likes, leave comments. Thinking, I've decided, well, I think I might have decided who my road to glory is going to be based on. Subscribe, and I'll see you in the next one. Adios. Right on. So, if you're liking this content, please subscribe. Hit that bell if you want to know the notifications as well. Give us, give us comments. The comments help us give you what you need. Let's, if, if for some reason you disagree with something, write a comment about it. Say, you know what? I disagree with Jerry when he says blah. Because he's an idiot. I'm sorry, I'm just joking. Well, I just take, when people say Jerry's an idiot, I'm just kind of like, okay, fair enough. But... <laughs> Because to some, that might be the case. But um, it's a good place to kind of vent. You know, vent. People do it on Twitter all the time. You can do it on our YouTube page. You know, let's let's get a dialogue going. Let's get this together. All right? If you're listening to a podcast, subscribe, rate. Uh, do, do us a favor. Check out the Top Eight Blues on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, they also have a website with really good content, uh, good match uh, previews, reactions. They have conversations with the opposition. It's good stuff. Anyway. I'm Jerry, that's Edward. Here's hoping for a massive turnaround soon, folks. Soon. Fingers crossed.
All right. Thanks so much. Bye. Adios.